You are listening to the Girls Empowered Podcast, brought to you by Girl Power Ignite. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of the Girls Empowered Podcast. I am Dallas Gordon, your host, and I'm here with my host, Julia Wiley. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And today we have a special treat for you. We have a wonderful, phenomenal guest by the name of Jamila Corbett. So Jamila Corbett, we're going to let you introduce yourself. Tell us about you. Tell us what you do and say hello to the audience. Boom! What's up? You know I had to come in with the boom straight away. (laughs) And if this is your first time hearing me, which most of you guys aren't are new to me because we're on the Girl Power Ignite platform. And I just want to, first of all, before I get into me, I want to thank you guys, uh, Julia and Dallas, for having me on your platform and just giving me the opportunity to connect with some amazing ladies. So thank you. You're welcome. Sure. Awesome. Whoop, whoop. So a little <laughs> bit about me. That's such a general question because I feel like I'm always changing, always evolving. So my little planned intro that I used to do maybe a month ago or two months ago has <laughs> changed. But the only thing wow. I have stay the same is I am a multi-award-winning speaker. I'm a brand-building maverick, and I have this awesome, amazing community of entrepreneurs called I Am A Brand. And I Am A Brand exists to help people boom their biz, brand, and bank. And when I say boom, I'm talking about breaking out of old mindsets. That's what boom stands for. So when we talk about booming your biz, brand, and bank, we want to help you become profitable. We want to help you flow, as Valencia Daniel say, flow in your zone of genius and be the person that you want to be and also get paid for it. So that's me in a nutshell. And I've been full-time, depending on when you're hearing this podcast, I've been full-time for the past six years, doing what I love, making an impact, and growing along the way. Wow. Powerful. Powerful. (laughs) Boom is right. So this is kind of going on, Jamila Corbett. We are so – it's such a privilege, actually, to have you here. We thank you for joining us today. Jamila Corbett is actually our first um, podcast guest. So what a powerful way to start out with having a guest on the Girls Empowered podcast. So um, that is awesome. (laughs) Completely, completely awesome. So, Julia, I'll let you kick it off with the very first question that we have for Jamila. Awesome sauce. I'm so excited to be here with you ladies today. I mean, I can't wait to kick it off with you guys and get into some nice conversation. So, first off, Jamila, why do you think that people get stuck in jobs and businesses that they hate? Hmm. Well, that's that's easy. That's that's so easy. That's like the easiest question however <laughs> even though it is it's hard for people to it, it's i think it's hard for people to actually uh come to grips with it but it's the sense of complacency when you're mm-hmm. in a job and you're making money you have a steady paycheck and being grown you have these things called bills and it's right. crazy because when we graduate <laughs> when, like when we're in college i know when i was in college i ain't had no bills i was playing basketball going to school. I didn't, really, I didn't have any real bills, maybe a phone bill here or there, but my parents will pay that. But I didn't have any real bills like insurance. You know, you're on your parents' insurance, <laughs> or maybe you're through the school. You don't have real bills. So when you get out right. of school or when you enter the real world, let's say you just graduated college and you, or graduated high school and you hop straight into the working world, you, you think you're independent. So then you're like, okay, right. let me go ahead and get my 
get a cell phone in my name. Let me go ahead, get a little car note in my name. You know what? I'm moving out the house because I'm independent. Let me go ahead and get me a little apartment. And so guess what? Because you're doing all these grown people things, you got grown people bills, boom, straight out the gate. Yeah. From yep. straight from high school or college. And then because you got these grown people bills, now you got to get a grown person's job. So whatever mm-hmm. you deem to be to be that, maybe you're you could be you could be working at Applebee's, maybe you're serving, which is nothing wrong with that, or maybe you have a an office job where you're an administrative assistant, or maybe you're in your chosen career field. Either way, you have this job so that you can pay for the lifestyle that you created for yourself. So what tends to happen, and I see this all across the board, is you get complacent and then you get you, you meet someone, you start a family, and then boom, you pop out a couple kids. Or in Dallas <laughs> and Julia's case, you may pop out twenty or thirty. <laughs> you know I had to take some shots, right? <laughs> all right. It's all love. Ladies that are listening, it's all love between us. But the point is, you, you you start to get really settled in life and when you get settled in life, those years tend to roll by. And when the years mm-hmm. roll by, you know, we look up and it's like, Oh my gosh. My ten-year high school reunion is coming mm. up. How how has I been on a high school for ten years? You start thinking like that, and the kids start growing up. The kids have needs, and that's how it happens. Just like that. Mm-hmm. That's the timeline. And twenty, thirty years go by. You get to be midlife, maybe fifty years old, or you could be even in your forties. And you look up, and you're like. What have I done with my life? I haven't. I I put off my dreams. I put off my goals because I had kids. Because I jumped out the gate maybe mm-hmm. too early, and now I'm stuck. What do I do? And that's where a lot of people are finding themselves right now. Wait a minute. Man. Are you talking to me, Jamila? It looked like you got it going on. So I didn't even know. I didn't even know I threw a rock at you. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold up. That was serious right there, right? I mean, so, right. so do you so here's what I noticed though. I mean, not just with the job situation, but I'm noticing that people take this same cycle though into their businesses. They start businesses and they tend to create a whole nother nine to five job for themselves. And I right. can say, you know, I'm guilty. <laughs> right. You know, not right now, but in the past when I started in business, I looked up and I said, Hold up. Is this really creating a life of freedom? And am I really happy with what I'm doing? Am I excited to get up out of bed? So, I mean, what are your thoughts on that, Jamila, with how people take that same mentality into a business? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can tell you why that happens. It's because, and it it happened with me. I think it happens with anyone who who didn't go to, I didn't go to school to be an entrepreneur. My degree is in English, by the way. So it happens with a lot of people who are, maybe looking to transition or looking for a new way out. They're looking for a new lifestyle, but you don't necessarily know how to go about it in the right way. You don't necessarily know how to build a business. And so what you do is uh-huh. you ask what you know. You you monetize your skills. You monetize your expertise. You're like, man, I got my own business. I created my own business, but you actually mm-hmm. created more work for yourself because you're the mm-hmm. only person that's running the business. You don't create scalable processes. And right. it happens, it, I'm telling you, it happens all the time. Like I said, it happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to, to both of you guys where you're creating right. more work because you, 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 sure you have to do everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. You right. Everything. You're like, you know what? I, I'm good at making websites. Let me go out 
and make some websites, but you don't you don't have a process for it. You just go out, you get clients, and it's just the same cycle over and over because you're used to to doing the work. You're used to being an employee. Right. You're used to that having that mindset. So being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. is a certain mindset to be able to step out side of the business and build an actual sustainable business. You know, having a business and building a business are two mm-hmm. different things. You can you can have a business, but your business will be stuck. Your business will be reliant on you. And when you try to exit your business, when you try to leave your business, it's going gonna, it's gonna to fall apart because you did not right. build a business. And you know right, what, Jamila, right, right. I can absolutely, absolutely agree with that. I think one of my biggest things, because I'm so used to being hands-on, I'm so used to being that employer, I'm so used to doing everything, is that I get very fearful of delegating tasks. Like, is it going to be done properly? You know, are they mm-hmm. going to get it to me in time? And that, in turn, leaves me with so much work, to over, and I'm overwhelming myself with all this work because I'm afraid that they won't get it done properly. I'm afraid that they won't do it, you know, the way that I want them to do it, so delegating has become like, mm, should I, should I not? I know I can do it, so let me just do it and get it over with. And then I leave myself with, like, tons of food on my plate and I can't get it done. So I can yeah. totally relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, me too. Oh, go ahead, Jamila. Yeah, I'm just chiming in. Uh, Julie, you brought up a – listen, you're not, you're not alone. I feel the same way. And it, it, I feel the same way, but I'm also willing to – outsource things to delegate things and with the understanding that they're not going to do it the exact same way that I'm going to do <laughs> no, it. it's just not, not at all and no one is going to care about your business more than you so right people look to hire other people they want people who are passionate about their business they want people who want the business to grow you're not necessarily going to get that person you might get them you might get 80 percent of of that yeah. person that you're looking for mm-hmm. that loves the business, wants to be part of the business, but that other twenty percent, they still gotta they, they have to pay bills, they have to eat, they're interested in right. maybe growing their career. So they have their own individual needs. They're not gonna love your business a hundred percent like you. And you have to be okay with that when you're right. hiring people and trying to delegate because your sanity is equally important and you can't build mm-hmm. a business if you're always in your business. True. Hello. This is hundred percent. You like you ladies probably heard me tell a similar story before, Julia. I was pregnant with my uh, with Priya, with, with my second mm-hmm. child. And I learned that lesson the hard way because I only had one person working for me during that time. And that person was a website um, designer. And he was doing SEO and stuff. But, but the, main, the main task of my business, I had no one for. So mm-hmm. because I was such a control freak. I was such a perfectionist because... We vision, you know, we are visionaries and creators and we, you know, get a picture of what we want, the result we want in our minds. And then Mm -hmm. when it doesn't come out that way, you know, we tend to get frustrated. But I really had to come to terms with myself. I either want it done perfect, done by me, or I want it done. And, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, sometimes a job may not be 100% the way that you envisioned it, but it's still done and it still saves you so much time in your business and frustration. So having Mm -hmm. an assistant and having people doing different tasks really saves me because, yes, like we talked about, we joke about, yeah, I have three kids. You know, I'm a wife 
and a mom and all those things going on, including my business. And I'm still maintaining myself, my mental sanity, mm -hmm. and you know, and all that stuff. So if I didn't have an assistant or people that are in place that I can delegate different things to, it would be no way I could juggle. Yeah. So sometimes things are going to be, you know, less than perfect, but I think right. it's better done, sometimes done than it is exactly the way that I visualize it. Done is better and that's something than that I got to come to terms with. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. That I definitely have to come to terms with. Like, it's it's better to have it done than not to have it done at all, you know, and overwhelm exactly. yourself and put yourself in some type of <laughs> mentally, physically exhaustion. Like, you're just exhausted. <laughs> I know. And you're, like, throwing a towel in, like, no, I can't do it today. So exactly. I and I still struggle with it. I think we all still struggle with it sometimes. Julia, you work alongside of me. Jamila, you know me too in business as well. And sometimes I can be a little bit of a perfectionist. And sometimes when things aren't done according to my expectations, I can come back sometimes and say, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> mm -hmm. You missed this. So I want it that way. You know, I can be a true diva, you know, and maybe all of us can sometimes. So I think it's it's always a struggle with that you know, and with yourself and say, you know what, let me entrust this task <laughs> to somebody else for once. And it can be, it can be a struggle, but it's something we all, you know, have to work on. Um, mm -hmm. Absolutely. I agree. So, awesome, ladies. Yeah. Okay. So the next question for Jamila, um, how important, Jamila, do you feel that it is um, that people stay busy doing the things that they love? Ooh, busy doing the things that they love. Mm. Now. We could go, we, okay, there, I can make a couple arguments with this because in when you're running a business, when you're in business, you're not going to always love what you're doing. There are oh. tasks that you're not going to love to do. However, I'm going to counter this. However, it is important to also be in the space where you're able to be creative, where you're able to fulfill your passion. Now, sometimes that's not going to combine in business. Sometimes you can't combine that necessarily in business, depending on where, what stage you're in. But I'm going to give an example. Let me give an example. Let's say you just started a business, and mm -hmm. your business is maybe it's a photography business. And with your photography business, people also want you to build websites. You have a skill, let's say you're skilled at building websites, but you're not passionate about building websites. Mm -hmm. you, you don't love building mm -hmm. websites. However, that's where the money is right now. This is the need that people, people want you to fill. Will mm -hmm. you say no because you don't love it, because you're not passionate about it? No. Where you are right now it dictates that you say yes to this opportunity so that you can then bring in more money and invest more into your photography business, invest more into growing that side of your business. So I think you should stay busy with doing the things that you love and monetizing the things that you love, but also being be realistic with understanding where you are and doing the things you may not necessarily love to do. And I want to include sure. myself in this example as well because mm -hmm. I this entire summer, depending on when you listen to this podcast, maybe you're listening to it in the winter time sometime. And if you are, ooh, Lordy, I'm sending you some sun rays your way if it's cold. <laughs> but during this summer, this is the summer I'm, I'm totally dating your show, but this is the summer of 2018. And during the summer, I've been doing a lot of reflection, a lot of thinking, a lot of tweaking in my business and realizing that 
there's some things that I don't necessarily like doing or that I don't necessarily want to focus on in my business. Now, I'm still, that, that component still exists in my business because it's bringing in income. However, what I'm also doing is I'm, 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 I'm countering that by funding the things that I love to do. So when I just launched mm-hmm. my Mavericks in the Move event, I'm doing more mm-hmm. speaking. I'm doing, I'm about to create more videos. So I'm occupying my time equally with, how am I going to grow my business by do, doing the things that I don't necessarily like to do and doing the things that I love? And I think there is always going to be a balance between the two, but it's really important to keep your focus on the bigger picture and where you are right now, where you are right now necessarily isn't where you're going to be five years from now. So you have right. to keep focus on the bigger picture and understand that when you do what you love, the money always comes. So you never want to yes. focus on money. However, however, bills got to be paid. So doing what you love, the money will come. But understand that if you have a skill set that you don't necessarily love to do, do that too. And then the money will be able to be flowed into your passion as well. You'll be able to play with your funds a little bit. So I hope I answered that question. Yeah, It, it wasn't really a traditional answer, but who says I'm traditional? You're, you're hey, we're not traditional either. <laughs> we're not traditional, and you are definitely not traditional. So, <laughs> and that's I don't know how I can you here on the show. <laughs> that's why we wanted to invite you here on the show because we knew that we were going to get the real answer. You knew that you're going to keep it real with us because the average person that you ask how important it is to do what they love. I don't know if they would have answered the question like that because it is true. Mm-hmm. The real side of being in business is that sometimes it's painful. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes, yeah. you know, I'm all day building capture pages and, you know, events and writing email sequences uh, for Girl Power Ignite. And I still have my other businesses to run. Sometimes Julia is up here, you know, because we're a startup and she's scheduling right. social media posts and putting together content for hours at a time and she mm-hmm. still has other businesses and a family. So that's the ugly part that nobody mm-hmm. sees. All people see is our results. And yes, it's important to have fun in business and do what you love, but there are also moments that it won't be as fun. You know, so how mm-hmm. are we gonna handle those times and you know, and understanding that the money is green <laughs> and and sometimes we have to, you know, utilize our skills for the time mm-hmm. being to keep that cash flow coming in because I agree with you, Jamila, it is a hundred percent important to keep it coming in. Um so we may not enjoy it every second, but we do need that money coming in as well. So right. that's Absolutely. keeping it a hundred percent real. So Julia, I'll let you take it away with the next one. Yeah, absolutely. That flows right into our next question, pretty much, you know. So, Jamila, tell us about a time that you felt you weren't doing what you love. How did that affect you? I find myself often (laughs) reflecting (laughs) on my journey. And I know every time I start, it seems like I'm going to say something super profound. (laughs) I'm leaning back in my chair and I'm staring into the ceiling. (laughs) Just picture that. But I often, I oftentimes like to reevaluate what I'm doing, how I'm doing things. And there are a lot of times where I outgrow something and I want to pivot or I no longer like doing something and I want to do something else. There's so it, it happens so often than not I, I've lost track. 
And I'm going to give some examples of of that particular time and what I'm doing about it because it, it's actually happening to me right now. So at the moment, I'm going through a bit of a transition where I think I we touched on this during the last question where I am doing things that I don't necessarily want to do but I need to do, but I'm focusing on things on, on in areas where I think I can grow the most. And mm-hmm. I'm at I I used to do I used to live stream a lot. I'm a, this is how I met most. This is how I met YouTube, actually. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. What do you know? This is how I met YouTube. But I I did a lot of live streaming. I had my own live stream show. You know, boom pop at ten o'clock, and I would go live all the time. I used to go live before then on Periscope, and then I switched to Facebook. But over the last several months, I've realized that I don't really enjoy it as much as I mm. used to. So I've limited my time on going live and even on social media in general. I don't I'm never on Facebook. I'm hardly ever on Instagram. I'm just taking a social media I'm taking a social media break, but it's more so a detox for me and trying to figure out how I want to move forward and what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So finding myself at this point and taking that detox has given me clarity. So I think it's important that if you're at a crossroads where you don't necessarily know which direction you want to go in, you're not happy, and you want to get to a happy spot, sometimes you have to disconnect and reflect Mm -hmm. and just be still and allow yourself that room to breathe and Mm -hmm. to gain the clarity that you're seeking. And this applies yeah. to any industry, this, this applies to any business. I'm just using myself in a, as an example. And I've realized after reflecting and sitting here thinking about what I want to do, how I want to move forward, I've been able to devise a plan. I've gotten a clear head about things. And in the midst of that, a bunch of stuff happened, like I moved house. There's been a lot of transitions that have happened in my life over the last several months, and I just needed to be still. So sometimes it's okay to be still, and it's okay to step, take a step back and know that it's for your sanity and it's for your growth. A lot of people are scared to take a step back or give something up because, number one, they think they're going to miss out on something. And right. number two, they think that if they take a step back, they're going to lose momentum or Whatever is not there, or their audience isn't going to be there, or their clients aren't going to be there when they decide to get back. But oftentimes, mm-hmm. you'll do more harm than than good if you stay in the same situation, yeah. in the same pattern, in the same cycle, yeah. and being unhappy because that's going to be reflected in your work. So it's good to right. take a step back and take a break. And that's where I am now. And I've been able to. I'm in the process of devising a new strategy. I'm in the process of re uh, reworking some things, some some aspects of the business model. So. It's always going to be ever-changing, especially if you're in business. You might not have the same business 10 years from now. You have to learn how to pivot. You have to learn how to change a strategy, not the overall mm-hmm. vision, but just change the strategy, tweak some things. And that's what a, that's actually what a startup is. There, I, I would be super surprised if, if, uh, one, if a company stayed the same for the next over the next ten years, even Facebook changes, even YouTube changes, right. even the social media mm-hmm. platforms that you admire, they change. That's with all mm-hmm. businesses. So just be aware of where you are now. I think that's the thing. Be aware of where you are now and understand the bigger bigger picture of where you're trying to go. Wow, powerful. Man, I mean 
<laughs> our podcast topic was about, you know, people doing what they love. But while we're digging into some other subjects here that are much needed too, um, because I was having a conversation with a friend the other day and she was telling me how, you know, she's noticed a lot of people are leaving Facebook and detoxing and not coming back. And I mean, people with massive followings and things like that. And, you know, and I kind of thought about doing the same. And I know that I have been a lot less active on social media um, than I used to, only because I really feel like just as a person, it's so important to be present, you Mm -hmm. know, and I feel like with social media, so much is an illusion and it almost makes people feel rushed, rushed and anxious um, because Mm -hmm. it's really not about enjoying the present moment. It's Mm -hmm. about the future. It's about what the next person is doing and what you should be doing next and what you should be buying next and how you should be building your business next and look at my earnings and this is where I am and this is where you should be. And it's just, it's just like a fast paced environment. And it takes you away from, you know, what, to me, what life really is all about and really being present and really enjoying every moment and not always living for the next moment. And I just feel like people on social media are always living for the next moment. They're always living for what's next. And I think that that's what makes people anxious. And I said to myself the other day, who says, okay, yes, I'm on social media. I have profiles. But who says I have to be there every single day to have a profile? Mm-hmm. If I need a, if I need a break, I'm, ta- I'm taking one. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and whoever is there, when I get back, great. Whoever is not, there will be new people awaiting me to meet. There are lots of people in this world. I'm not going to allow social media to rule me when I feel like, I need a break. Who says that I need a break? (laughs) You know, you have to be there every day. Who says that? Just everybody just needs to learn how to take a break. Just take a break. Don't show up today. Don't post today. I'm going to tell you why that happens, though. (laughs) I know why that happens. (laughs) It it happens because scientists have proven this. There's, There's scientific evidence that proves that social media is, like Facebook in particular, and even Instagram is, is, built so that you become addicted with the notifications, right. with everything. And and so what happens is if you're in business, because only the old people use Facebook. If you talk to any young people, they don't use Facebook. But all the old people that <laughs> right. are on Facebook, us business people, we're using Facebook. Well, some of us are using Facebook to promote our business, to create relationships. You know the, the grind of being on Facebook and how that goes. And you feel like if you're not present, and this is what happens if you're not present, people forget about you because that's what so that's the nature of social media because people are always looking for the next notification, the next big thing, the next viral video, mm-hmm. and it's easy to be forgotten. And I had to go through, I had, I had to go through this where I had to be okay with knowing that people may forget about me, people they may not care. know. That, exactly, and they not they may not know that I'm not there because I'm I mean I'm there every single Friday with Valencia, but other than that I am not on social media. But I had to I had to be okay with that. And once I got past that, with, there's a withdrawal period within as a, with any drug addiction. There's a withdrawal period. You're like oh you're itching like oh, I, need, I need to. But if you resist the urge, I'm telling you, you'll feel so much better. I I can oh my gosh, I just want to tell you how much free I feel so free I can't even explain it I feel so free like I don't I don't I don't care about the notifications I don't care yeah. who's posting what I just don't mm-hmm. care 
about being on Facebook or social media. And when I do decide to go back, I'm going to put limits on myself. I'm going to have a strategy in place. I'm not even going back on Facebook. I'm just going to focus on YouTube and Instagram, and those are going to be my two things, and I'm going to focus on it. I'm just giving up Facebook yep. forever. Maybe not forever, yeah. but, you know, just personally. <laughs> you have to be but okay. You, know you have to be okay Fun. with that, though. Funny enough, yeah. the way that Facebook has changed with all its algorithms and things like that, people really don't even notice. Like, they really don't. My husband mm-hmm. takes breaks all the time, and the next thing you know, he come back on, and he got this huge file, and he was like, see, babe, I'm just on and I'm off whenever I want to. And I'm on, yeah. I'm on every day, like, where are my people at? <laughs> you know? Yeah, so see, they don't even I care. They don't. So I had to kind of reflect on that this past week. And I literally was like, you know what? Facebook hands down. I only check my messenger because that's how me and Dallas communicate. That was it. And like you said, taking that that pressure off, you know, you really need to kind of pull yourself away from that pressure to to be on there, to show up for these people. And half of the time, some of them don't even know when you're on because Facebook changed the algorithms again. So So that's something that I definitely um, absolutely agree with and need to take more heed to and do for myself on a personal level. Yeah, I mean, it's a while. Taking a purge is great. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to piss off you. Were you saying something, Jamil? No, I just said it's hard to do, and I totally understand. But I don't care. I I just I stopped caring, and I Mm -hmm. I had to stop caring. I had to stop caring, and once I stopped caring, I was like, oh oh, this is what it feels like. It really doesn't matter. Mm. So if I go on and no one comes to my broadcast or no one clicks on my video, I don't care. I'm not doing I'm not doing it just for you. Whoever will see it will see it. Whoever needs to see it will see it because those algorithms are tricky. You can't figure them out. And I, you, I don't care. I'm not basing my life on the algorithm. Are you building are the business or are you trying to become social media famous? And this is a question right. I had to ask myself. Yeah, what am I, trying, man. What am wow. I trying to do? Who cares? That's a, that's a powerful. That's a powerful question because you right. know, like I've been, I've been moving for like the past forever. It feels like, and girl, uh, you me both. <laughs> right, just boxes everywhere, and I really haven't pushed the live button. I mean, other people have even asked me to go live on their platforms, and I've been telling them no. I have nowhere to go live right now, and I'm not going out <laughs> to my car or anywhere else. I just, I'm just really in a place where I just don't have time for it right now. And I've probably been gone from my group for like weeks. Has anybody said anything? Has anybody missed me? No. <laughs> so people go know, on about their days. Yeah, they go on to the next newest, greatest thing. You know, they go off to the next person who's going live or whatever they want to catch. They aren't sitting up saying, "Oh wow, what happened to Dallas? She doesn't go live anymore." Nobody's saying that. So I think that sometimes we invest so much emotion into thinking mm-hmm. that if I leave, you know, what's going to happen to my audience? Well, you know, it, it's just not even a worry. Yeah, it's not a worry. So um, Yeah, that audience wow. is going to be there. Exactly. Man, so this this has been good, ladies. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this has really been some good talk right here, man. So, guys, we thank you so much for tuning in. I'm just going to skip on to the end and – um. We just want to ask you, Jamila, where can the audience find you? Like, if people want to connect with you, you know, see where you are, see what your company offers, where would everybody need to go to do that? <laughs> After my little rant about social media, well, <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, guys, 
I'm, I'm not going to disappear totally from social media. I'm just taking a, depending on when you listen to this podcast, I'm just take, taking a quick detox, and I'm going to come back a different person with a different perspective on how I'm going to use the tool. The social media at the end of the day is a tool, and we can use it to grow our business. We can use it to grow our brand. It's a powerful tool, but it's important not to become enslaved to this tool, which most of us mm-hmm. have been if we're wow. in business. So you can follow me on all social media platforms personally because I want to connect personally with each and every one of you that are listening at Jamila Corbett. So let me spell my name out for you. Get your pen and paper or put it on your keyboard, type it in your phone. It's J-A-M-I-L-A-H-C-O-R-E-I-T-T. <laughs> you like my beat? So J-A-M-I-L-A-H-C-O-R-B-I-T-T. Um, you can be on Instagram. I'm at Jamila Corbett. Facebook, just Facebook.com forward slash Jamila Corbett. Twitter, Jamila Corbett, YouTube, baby. Make sure you connect with me on YouTube. I'm going to have some epic content for you at Jamila Corbett. So YouTube.com forward slash however the, the URL goes, Jamila Corbett. So I appreciate you, oh, wow. Dallas and Julia, for connecting with me. And if you're an entrepreneur that's looking to boom your biz, brand, and bank, make sure you check out I Am A Brand. That's I Am A Brand dot co. Dot co, not dot com. Dot co for the cool kids. So check out the website. We are always evolving our community. We are always evolving what we do and how we serve the community. So again, thank you guys, and I so appreciate you for sharing your platform with me. Wow, Jamila Corbett, she broke it down today. She let us have the meat and potatoes, as she would say. It was a wonderful, phenomenal podcast. Thank you so much, Jamila Corbett, for joining us on the Girls Empowered Podcast. And for those listening, be sure to connect with Jamila and be sure to connect with Girl Power Ignite. If you are interested in being featured on this podcast, please contact us, support at girlpowerignite.com. Be sure to follow us and leave us a comment below and join in on the conversation. And Julia, any last words? Nothing, guys. I'll just check you later. Ciao. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for tuning into Girls Empowered. For features, questions, and more, contact us at support at girlpowerignite.com.